0: Hey there guys, Anne here. I wanted to pop in today before the episode of the podcast to just make sure that you haven't missed your chance to sign up for my free music teacher workshop, The Ultimate Music Lesson Planning Roadmap. This workshop is all about how to plan the perfect lesson without the overwhelm. And you're in luck if you're listening to this in real time because starting on January 11th, that's Saturday, there are three times where you can attend this super special workshop that I created just for you guys. Whenever I create something, whether it's a free guide or a workshop like this, it's because y'all have asked for it. And that's exactly what this workshop is. So don't miss your chance to register and get those perfect lesson planning tips at anacrusic.com forward slash workshop. I can't wait to see you there. Hey everybody and welcome to the Anacrusic podcast. You are listening to episode number 79. Today on tap I'm talking about the five things you need for your best music teacher year yet. So I hope you're not sick of all of the new year chat because here we go.
1: You're listening to the Anna Krusik podcast with Ann Moleski, the music teacher and curriculum designer behind AnnaKrusik.com. This podcast is all about making your music teacher life more purposeful, sequential, and joyful. So you can take a breath and love each and every moment you spend making music with kids. So grab a cup of coffee and kick up your feet because it's time for another episode.
0: All right, guys. Happy New Year. Are you back in the saddle? I'm sure you are. I'm sure for most of you, it was your first week back, and I hope that it's going so, so well. I hope that you came skipping back to your classroom, skipping back to your kids, ready to make music, ready to make wonderful memories, and ready to keep it all purposeful, sequential, and joyful. But I know that if you are listening to the podcast, you're always looking for a couple of tips and tricks to make your music teacher life even better. So you came to the right place today because I'm going to share the five things you need for your best music teacher year ever. And these are things that I like to focus on and refocus on as time goes on, as the beginning of the academic year starts in August or September, as well as the new year in the rest of the world, right, outside of school systems. So we kind of have two chances to reset because as we all know, after the kids have been off for two weeks, it's like the first day of school all over again anyway. So you're probably sort of resetting in that sense in your classroom. So why not go ahead and reset some of the things that you're focusing on as a teacher as well. I have to admit, this episode is a little bit of a teaser for the free music teacher workshop I'm presenting or sharing with you rather um, this upcoming weekend if you're listening to this in real time. So if you're listening to this podcast on the day it comes out on January 9th, Thursday, Um, starting on January 11th, there are three different times, three different days, so not just Saturday, but three different days and times that you can attend this free music teacher workshop about the Ultimate Music Lesson Planning Roadmap, and you might be thinking, oh, lesson planning, like I totally got that down, but I'm using the phrase or the term, whatever you want to say, lesson planning much more broadly to kind of define everything that happens in your classroom. And as I said, today's episode is a little bit of a teaser of that, so you're going to get a little taste of the types of things I'm going to talk about at the workshop, but the workshop's going to be in much, much more detail. You get a workbook to follow along, you get time to ask questions live, um, you get to interact with other folks inside the comments during the workshop, so it's a really cool opportunity to come together and for us to interact and for me to find out more of what you need from me and for me to offer some solutions that y'all have asked for. You know, I try my best never to create something in a vacuum. (laughs) Like I try not to be like, oh, I think this is really, really important. Let me go ahead and bestow this upon the music teacher universe. Like that's not how I roll. I much, much rather create something that is needed or wanted by all of you, all of my colleagues, things that will help you be more efficient, be happier in your music teacher life. So every time that I create a workshop or I create a resource, it's because folks have told me that it's something that they need in their music teacher life. So that's why I created this workshop. I hope that you're able to attend. Enough about that. Let's get to what I'm going to chat about today. So these five things that you need in your music teacher life for the best year ever, but just like for every year ever, (laughs) are in this order, routines, lesson structure, time management, a big picture, and the right mindset. Okay, so the very first thing is routines. Now, this can mean your routine. This can be like how you plan Sunday night for your week to look personally so that you have all the things kind of in a row ready to go. It can also mean how you interact with your students as they come and go into your classroom. It can also mean how things happen within your classroom. And I think that all of these are important. But particularly, I want you to think about the routines that you have in the cracks of your lessons. I want you to think about the types of things that your students, when you give them a direction, they know what to do, they know what it should look like, and it can happen quickly and efficiently, okay? And if you don't have a lot of ideas for what that could look like, a good place to start is think about the pain points in your lesson. That's what everybody wants to think about, right? But let's think about those places in your lesson where maybe you're losing time, maybe where your kids aren't exactly doing things the way that you expected them to, and think about how you might be able to combat that with a routine or putting a specific procedure in place. Okay, so with that probably comes some opening and closing routines. With that probably comes some entering the room, leaving the room, what we do in passing time, how you interact with people before school, after school, all of that good stuff. But it's really, really important for you to think about how all of those things should look on a consistent basis so that you know what to expect and your students know what to expect as well. So make sure you're thinking about routines. And if you don't really have any in place within the context of your music room, I really, really recommend that you start to think about how you could make that happen. The second thing that you have to have, you have to have, listen to me, is that lesson structure. So before you go like all crazy on me, I really, really love lists and bullet points and structures and all that kind of stuff, but I also like my opportunities for creativity. So rather than a lesson plan template, I like to say that I have a lesson flow. And if you haven't checked out, I have a free resource um, called Creating a Lesson Flow, and it talks about kind of my overall big picture for each and every lesson that I teach. You can get that at anacruzik.com slash lesson. I'll put that in the show notes. Um... But that's my overall lesson structure. If I have to have a structure, that's what it looks like. And it's my lesson flow. And it gives me an idea of sort of what my guideposts are throughout each and every lesson that I teach. So if you're hearing this this idea of lesson structure and you're like, ooh, no, like I much rather go by the seat of my pants, I much rather have the flexibility and the creativity to do what I wanna do each and every week, yeah, I totally, totally get that. And that's why I've created a lesson flow. I've created this structure that gives me the flexibility to do what I want when I want to do it but I have this idea of things that I do need to get into each and every single lesson so that I can reach my curricular goals at the end of each week, at the end of each marking period, and at the end of each year. Okay, so if you're interested in what that particular structure looks like, you can go to anachrystic.com lesson, or you can just head to the workshop, and I'm going to be talking about it in more detail there. So the third thing that you have to have is time management. Now, This is also twofold, right? So you can think about your music teacher life and whether or not you have really good time management in terms of planning, in terms of all the other stuff you have to do at school, all the stuff you have to do in your personal life. And you can also think about time management within the context of a lesson. So this directly relates to lesson structures and routines, right? These all kind of ebb and flow between each other. I'm sure that's shocking for everybody. But (laughs) time management is super duper important in your lessons because... You have a lot to teach your kids and not a lot of time to do it right? So you want to make sure that you've thought through what is happening in each and every lesson and your lesson structure, your lesson flow will help you with that. But then you also want to have some idea of what it looks like in terms of timing, in terms of how long each step of each activity of each section of your lesson is going to take. And it might sound like overkill to plan some of those things, but it's really, really essential that you have an idea or you've at least processed out what each and every lesson should look like to the smallest detail possible that you can. And then what happens is you get in the classroom with kids, right? And it might feel like all of it goes out the window, but the fact that you have processed each and everything that you're going to do and you have a rough idea of when you need to be moving on or when you'd like to be um, kind of flowing into the next activity will be really, really beneficial to you as you're in the thick of it. Okay, so you want to have a really, really strong idea of what that time management looks like inside of each and every lesson. And you also want to have a good idea of what time management looks like in terms of concepts, in terms of, well, how many weeks do I spend on this and how many um, lessons do I do that? And all of those things before you feel like you can move on to the next bigger goal, right? Because everything that we teach is cumulative. We have this spiral staircase of curricula. Everything builds on the concept before it. So you want to make sure that you have that strong foundation with each and every concept that you're building, And so you want to make sure you give it enough time. You wanna make sure you do your due diligence, but you also wanna make sure that you're being efficient. And that's really, really important. And the last thing I'll say about timing is that not only do you want to make sure that you are reinforcing learning for your students, you're giving them tons of opportunity to be creative, all that good stuff, You also want to make sure that they are engaged. You want to make sure that your kids are interested. You want to make sure that they are not looking at the clock waiting for the next thing to happen as well, right? Like you kind of want time to be this ominous thing in your music room, except for you who is managing the time, but you want your kids to just be totally immersed in what's going on. And if you have this time management, if you have this idea of how each and every step flows from one to the next, you can definitely create that for your kids. Okay, so the fourth thing that you need to have to make this the best year ever is an overall picture. And the overall picture needs to be two things. The overall picture needs to be what you want your classroom to to be. Like if somebody thinks of Anne Molesky's music room, what do I want that to look like? Well, I'll give you three hints. It's going to be purposeful, sequential, and joyful. Like I want people to think of kids actively making music, of singing, dancing, playing instruments, and being excited to be in community with one another doing those things, okay? So there's that overall kind of philosophical idea about music education and what I want people to think of when they think of me and my teaching and all that good stuff. But you also need to have an overall picture that – is maybe a little bit more nitty gritty. So it's nice to have like this, oh, I want everyone to be dancing and loving one another. And we all want all of those things. We do. I totally get it. But we also need to teach some things. Like we need to teach music literacy. We need to teach music fluency. We need to ensure that our content is being taught in a way that our students are owning it and wanting to continue to create with it and become lifelong musicians. And the only way to do that is to have a very very clear picture of what it looks like from the time that our students enter the kindergarten classroom until they leave us or pre-k if you have kids starting in pre-k that's awesome like super jealous i never had a classroom job that started with pre-k and that's totally my jam But that's not the point. The point is when they come to you in pre-K or kindergarten, you have an idea of that foundation you need to lay. And then all the way through fifth or sixth or seventh or whenever they leave you, what does that look like? What concepts do you want them to be able to make music with? What things do you want them to actively do in the music room to show you that they have ownership over all of those things and what's kind of the order of events what needs to happen first and then what can happen and then what can happen and all that good stuff and you know that's a really tricky thing to to get into for you there's lots of awesome models out there. I can pick up any book on my shelf, any of my curriculum planning books that I have, any of the things that I've learned in my trainings or in my court graduate courses that I've taken, and have a really, really awesome model that I can place on top of my classroom or that you could place on top of your classroom and try it out. And from that model, you'll start to realize that there's things that work really well for you and there's things that don't work as well for you. And maybe you want to borrow from this place and maybe you want to borrow from that place. And there's just specific things that will work for you and won't. And the only way for you to figure that out is to stay really true to who you are as a teacher musician and stay really true to the situation in which you're teaching because teaching is time bound, situational, and always changing. And so whatever kids you have at whatever school you have in whatever community you have at this time is going to dictate what that overall picture looks like. Okay, so if that all has your head completely spinning, I want you to go ahead and take a breath because if you feel like that is just a really daunting task, um, I have a little something for you inside of the workshop. So make sure you sign up for it and come with all of your questions and we will talk through some of all of that, not just some of it. We're going to talk through all of it, okay? Okay. So the fifth thing you need, especially if you're going to be coming to the workshop, especially if you're going to be collaborating with others, which I hope you do, that could be number six. That could be your bonus thing that you need for the new year's collaboration. But the fifth thing that you need is the right mindset. So if you are thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, Anne," you're talking about routines, you're talking about lesson structure, you're talking about time management, you're talking about having this big curricular goal, this big philosophical goal, these are things that I have haven't even put in anywhere in my brain, right? Like I get tongue tied just <laughs> trying to think about it. I illustrated that for you. You're welcome. Then it's time to have a mindset where you want to get away from that hamster wheel, where you want to get away from just trying to always just get through the next day, get through the next class, wait for the bell to ring at 3 30 so you can go home. Because, yeah, I get it, you guys. I know that music teaching is a job, but you're listening to someone right now who loves what she does. I'm talking third person, love what I do each and every day so, so much. Like making music with kids and sharing it with all of you brings me so much joy. I can't even begin to explain it. And if you don't feel the same way about going and teaching music to kids each and every day, we have got to make a shift. And it's time to sort of adopt that right mindset. It's time to think to yourself, okay, I don't have any of these things in place. And I don't want to constantly be thinking about the bell terrain. I don't want to constantly be dreading this next lesson or that next lesson because I don't really feel confident about what I'm doing or I don't feel excited about what I'm doing. Half the fun of being an elementary music teacher, in my opinion, or a general music teacher or just a music teacher in general, is that you get to make music the way that you feel creative, right? We've talked about this tons. Being the teacher musician and bringing music to kids the way that you feel most creative so that you can be the best messenger, like that is so much stinking fun. So if you're not having fun and you're not getting excited about what's happening in your classroom and about what you're planning for your classroom, it is 100% time to make a shift. And I've really, really, truly spent a ton of time thinking about this. I've worked with lots of you, lots of people in the Anacrusic community. And y'all, I get it. Being a music teacher is not easy. And not a lot of people understand what we do and why we do it. But I know that my reason for doing what I do is that it just brings me so much joy. And so if you feel like you haven't found that and you feel like this is the year that you really do want to – to make a change. You want to start to implement some of these things that I've talked about to be more intentional about what you're doing inside of your teaching. I'd really, really love for you to join me at this workshop. So those are the five things that I think are really essential for your best music teacher year yet. So having some routines, having that lesson structure, getting your time management down, having a great overall picture, and having the right mindset to know that these are important things that you need to have in play ready to rock and roll each and every day. So I hope to see you guys at the workshop. Again, there's three different days, three different times for you to join me at anacrusic.com forward slash workshop. And I'll see you next week for the last episode of this season. Holy cow. We're going to be at episode number 80. And that episode is going to be talking a little bit more about this whole mindset thing. So if you feel like you need a little bit more of a push to, to kind of reshape your mindset and get ready for some change, I feel like I need to to sing this song. If you want to make the world a better place, just look at yourself and then make a change. I'm look. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to stop now. <laughs> if you listen all the way to the end of this episode, you got a little treat. I hope that you guys have a great week. I hope that I see you in a couple of days at the workshop and give me a shout out if you have any questions whatsoever. I love hearing from you guys. I love what I do and I hope that you do too.
1: Thanks for listening to the Anacrusic Podcast. For more details and information from this episode, check out the show notes on AnnaKrusik.com. While you're there, join the Tap Insiders community on Facebook, where you can collaborate with Anne and other music educators. Also, if you found this episode entertaining or informative, don't forget to share with your music besties and leave a review on iTunes. The Anna Krusik Podcast is a proud member of the Music Teacher Development Podcast Network. The Muted Network provides support in the form of audio-on-demand programming designed by and for music educators. You can find more information about our network at mutedpodcasts.com.